Welcome to the Bucket List Project podcast, a weekly show that talks about stories from a pursuit of nomadic lifestyle around the world, interviews with interesting people who I met in this journey, and a generous dose of thought-provoking conversations around travel as a lifestyle choice. If you love to listen on topics revolving around travel, then this will be your perfect companion for the ride to office, your morning jog, or in general when you are winding down for the day. Uh, do share and subscribe to our podcast and get your weekly share of travel inspiration. Lot of the podcast listeners must be aware of the bucket list project that I kickstarted in 2023. Uh, a journey of pursuing one bucket list worthy activity a year and doing it in depth like a professional would do. This was to put myself on a path of doing unconventional things, going beyond comfort zone and live a life of no regrets. Both me and Pratibha have uh, become digital nomads in the process and global citizens. We have also escaped the urban noise and now living a life closer to nature. As 2023 comes to a close, it is also a good time for me to reflect honestly and check if I am on the right path. I had dedicated 2023 to scuba diving, uh, very specifically to become a paddy instructor, teach 100 students and contribute in marine conservation work in some form or the other. Reflecting back on the last 12 months, I feel very content and proud that I managed to stay on track to achieve the goals that I had set out. Uh, as on date uh, of this podcast release, uh, I'm a paddy instructor. I've completed 500 plus dives for the year, uh, certified 50 plus students, uh, have become a paddy aware specialty instructor and participated in two reef conservation projects in Indonesia. It's uh, time to relive 2023 highlights and my journey of completing the first part of my bucket list project. Hi, I'm Srinath Shankar, your host, a Paddy Scuba instructor, co-founder of Pick Your Trail, India's fastest growing leisure travel brand, a digital nomad and a slow travel proponent. Today is uh, going to be the review of year one of my bucket list project and scuba diving being part of that bucket list project, I'm going to talk about it. This will also be the last episode of the year before I get on the road for a long trip of 25 days. I'm quite excited to bring in the new year all the way from the remoteness of Rajampat, which is probably the mecca of diving, uh, a perfect way to pay tribute to this part of the bucket list project journey. I'm going to split the review into five parts. Number one, what went well. Number two, what was difficult. Number three, what I will continue to do. And number four, what I might not do beyond this year. And finally, the top five moments of 2023. So shall we get started? So what went well in 2023? So number one and the biggest is the choice of destinations I made. You know, I chose Thailand and Indonesia for the scuba diving journey. I cannot be more thankful for these choices. You know, Kotao for me was like going back to a big university. As a student, it is a perfect environment where you have great diving community, evolved teaching structure, ideal sea conditions, and most importantly, a great infrastructure to learn all types of diving specialty. 
it took me back to college days and helped me focus once again as a student on the other hand uh, when i went to indonesia as a professional uh, becoming an instructor in scuba diving uh, i was very confident of my diving skills so indonesia felt like an amusement park for me where i got excited thrilled and got to have a variety of scuba diving adventure uh i explored all parts of indonesia to my heart's content and witnessed unbelievable marine flora and fauna number 2 in terms of what went well is i was able to complete significant milestones the first and foremost is i completed 500 plus dives for this year that's uh if i split it roughly about 175 dives was part of the training journey itself to become an instructor another 175 as part of uh, the teaching journey and uh, probably about 150 plus dives just for fun and exploration and a bit of conservation work as well um i also had an opportunity to dive across six seas and two oceans that's almost like 1.5 dives a day and 25000 minutes underwater for 2023 in some sense diving became a second nature this year truly the third one is uh, getting introduced to a new holiday category altogether and that was a really really big blessing for me you know i was introduced to liverboard as a category of holiday I'm in absolute love with them. You know, I did six liverboards and about hundred dives in this category alone this year, and I must say that I'm addicted to it. Living on a boat, counting stars in the middle of the ocean, uh, the eat, dive, sleep, repeat cycle, and the interesting set of people you meet is a special experience. I've been lucky enough to do some of these trips with friends as well, which makes it even more enjoyable. uh so number 4 uh, in terms of what went well for me is i got back to teaching you know certifying 50 plus students was a very special milestone for me uh though i've never formally taught anybody as a professional doing it for the first time was a very unique experience where i was nervous and excited at the same time it also brought a sense of satisfaction that i had the privilege of introducing as many students to the beautiful world of scuba diving and uh, you might be thinking all of this is wonderful but uh, i also faced a lot of difficulties or i had if i have to put it this way i had a reality check while pursuing scuba diving so that takes me to the second part of this podcast which is what are some of the difficulties i had uh, in this entire year so the first and foremost in that is the process of becoming a dive master and instructor was a very physically demanding uh, job for an average swimmer like me i learned it the hard way when i was going through my dive master program uh, getting comfortable in ocean requires a tough mental makeup and a lot of physical awareness of your body uh, i had spoken about this in episode 5 of uh, the podcast series where i talk about how i managed to build a relationship with water over the course of this year uh this definitely was the diffic- most difficult part of the journey for me but it is also the biggest takeaway which is going to uh, stay with me lifelong 
The second thing that I learned, uh, which was difficult, is you cannot rush into mastery with respect to diving. While getting certified as an instructor can be gamified over a short period of time, mastery of diving skills is a time-taking process. You know, perfecting buoyancy, air consumption, dive profiling, risk management underwater is acquired over a period of time and rushing into it is very, very futile. Uh, thankfully, the high frequency of dives, dedicated focus of learning the skill over the entire year has helped me get there. Now, I am a very confident diver who is aware of the underwater environment and also can safely navigate it. I also feel confident of guiding people and taking up responsibility for their safety underwater. So number three, which I found very difficult is the realization that this is an expensive sport to learn and pursue. Over this entire year, the professional course, the membership fees, diving course, the scuba diving gear has probably costed me about 12,000 US dollars. This is despite the discounts I get as a PADI certified professional instructor. The initial in investment is indeed expensive, but I was aware of what I was signing up for and I have no regrets in doing so. After all, what is the point of saving up money, right? If you're not able to spend on such beautiful things. Number four that I figured out is very, very difficult in this year is generally a life of a scuba instructor. I was clear from day one that I don't intend to work as a scuba instructor professionally because that's not something that I'm signing up for as part of my bucket list project. However, to fulfill the 50 student certification goal uh, or 100 student certification goal, I had to wear the instructor hat. It is a tough and honest taste job. Doing it as a freelancer is even more challenging when you have to sign up students yourself. Thankfully, I was able to excite people from my network, uh, which is friends and family, to trust and come to learn with me. There was a lot of cajoling, marketing and convincing to get the 50 student milestone. And let me tell you, uh, it, it was very difficult. And I realized, you know, marketing is not necessarily one of the great things that I enjoy doing. Uh, finally, the last point that I found difficult in this year is building credibility and finding pro bono conservation work. Uh, let me explain that. You know, uh, marine conservation is a very tough job requiring scientific and diving knowledge. Uh, a lot of projects also have to find their own means of funding for the operational upkeep. So when I reach out to these organizations to do some pro bono volunteering work, it is not straightforward. I need to be adding a lot of value to them either in terms of operational work uh, or the easier way is to participate in paid volunteering programs where you pay them a fees which is funding their program uh, and you participate. Um, I wanted to do the former wherein I volunteer pro bono and uh, as a candidate from a non-marine biology background, it was quite tough finding that opportunity or building that credibility with them. Uh, I was finally lucky enough to find a couple of projects where I could participate and learn Conservation Philosophy 101. Now that I've spoken about the difficulties uh, and what went well in uh, 2023, it is probably time to reflect on things I will continue to do beyond 2023 or my 
takeaways from the scuba diving part of the bucket list project uh, while uh, scuba diving might not get as much time and attention uh, as it did in 2023 uh, going forward i am pretty sure that it will be an integral part of my living life going forward and these are some of the things i believe i will continue to do irrespective of where i am and at what stage of my life i am at uh to start with number 1 as i said i have become addicted to liverboards so i am going to do a very long bucket list of diving locations through liverboards and given that i might have you know possibly have a lot of time to knock it off i have galapagos red sea philippines sipadan sardine runs of south africa mexico uh these are just few that i can list very quickly some of these could be with friends some alone and some could be new site exp- expeditions with fellow instructors number 2 that i think i will definitely continue doing is at least pick up one conservation project a year 2023 has given me the realization that the oceans and marine ecosystem is very fragile and there are 0 to 1 1 to 10 and 10x impact projects happening across the world through some amazingly passionate people i sincerely hope to volunteer meaningfully at least once a year in any way that is possible and add value uh, which will give me a lot of satisfaction number 3 that i'll definitely continue to do is continue to shoot footage underwater you know after a very 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 long time i have again started uh, taking videos and pictures uh, in fact i have more pictures of fishes and the reef than i have ever taken of myself uh, so i intend to continue doing this uh, while it might not be for the reach or followers or any vanity metrics uh, i at least hope it triggers enthusiasm for somebody to take up scuba diving uh as i said um while i do love scuba diving passionately there are few things i might not be able to do further as i pursue the next part of my bucket list project so uh, top of that list is i definitely don't think i'll be able to clock in the crazy number of dives like 5000 plus for this year was an anomaly because in the spirit of compressing the part of the bucket list project within 365 days I managed to push through and clock 25000 minutes underwater. The intent was to be in the shoes of a diving professional and experience what they do. Now that I have experienced it, I will go back to being a leisure driver uh, diver. Uh probably like say 50 to 100 dives a year sounds more realistic going forward for me. Number 2, uh I'm which I may not be able to do further is obviously teaching as an instructor. As I mentioned earlier, it is a time consuming and hard work pursuing other projects may not allow me to teach as an instructor even if it is a very satisfying experience though i will continue to retain my teaching status through the membership with paddy uh teaching actively might not be on the cards but who knows if uh, you know I, i might do one odd stint here and there if it's for close family and friends because you know at the end of the day i still enjoy doing this the next thing that i might not do is uh, 
the next choice of destination for us as a digital nomad might not be a diving island. So we might not be going to a beach destination. We have anchored our life in 2023 around islands, uh, especially for our uh, you know travel uh, journey, which offers which great diving experience and 2024 and the subsequent years may or may not uh, be island destinations that we go to. This brings me to the last section of the review, which is my top five moments. My first big fish sighting has to be the number one moment of 2023. I would be lying when I say that what's the big deal with seeing a big fish? That too, when it is a whale shark, your excitement can't be contained. It's an experience that transcends beyond the real. This year, I've been lucky enough to see whale sharks three times in three different countries. I was also lucky enough to show a student his first fish in his first dive ever, and that too, a whale shark. You know, imagine how lucky he must be, right? The second top moment for me is experiencing my first earthquake underwater. You know, uh, Banda Sea is rightly called the Ring of Fire. Very active seismic activity in this region is very common, okay? But uh, it happening right during our dive is a bit too coincidental. Experiencing it underwater was scary and at the same time, it uh, took some time to realize what was happening as, you're, as you never think that you can experience an earthquake underwater, right? It's a very, very 0.0001% chance and being part of a huge population in which I am the only lucky one to experience this unique phenomena, that's an elite company to be in. Number three uh, top moment for me this year is diving in the cauldron. Uh, cauldron is a nickname for one of the dive sites in Komodo. Uh, Komodo in general is uh, uh, known for its currents, which is also a right to passage for any professional diver. You know, if you can plan and complete the dive without incidents in the cauldron, you have earned the badge of a current junkie, uh, the nickname current junkie. The strong currents, drifting and the hunting action is too many things happening at the same time, but it's too spectacular also. Uh, and I think uh, I came out as a different diver once I had done Komodo as an independent diver and as an instructor. Number four for me in top five moments list is a dive site called as Richelieu Rock, which is in the Similan Islands. You know, uh, before that, a large part of my diving experience has been for training. And this was probably the first time I was doing for leisure purpose. Uh, you know, diving in Richelieu Rock, uh, it was a sensory overload of marine life. It was my first time ever seeing such dense school of fishes and it remains special for that very reason. There have been similar or slightly better dives in Maldives or Indonesia, but nothing comes close to the experience of a first time, right? And the final top moment for me in 2023 is spotting blue whale. It is not often you get to see the largest animal on the planet. You should count your blessings and feel thankful if you ever encounter one. And that too, when it was not even expected to see 
or witness one of them. We were able to see one from the boat while we were doing our channel crossing uh, between two big islands and uh, which was an overnight uh, channel crossing and the size of that blue whale is no joke. You know, I sometimes wonder nature is so beautiful, such a big animal, but yet it has such an elegant way of moving in water. And that is something that I will definitely remember for a very, very, very long time. So that kind of wraps up my top five moments uh, that I've had in 2023. Uh, as the year comes to an end, a part of my dream is fulfilled and has given me confidence to pursue the other aspects of the bucket list projects uh, with a lot of renewed rigor. You know, scuba diving has changed me in a good way. And I'll continue to be an active evangelist for this cause. As I step into 24, a new beginning from scratch, a new skill awaits and a new journey starts. But the spirit of Bucketless Project remains the same and I hope to master yet another skill over the next 365 days. This wraps up this episode of the Bucketless Project podcast. Hopefully you enjoyed my review of 2023 part of the bucket list project. This podcast will go on a short holiday break for the year and I hope to be back by mid of Jan 2024 as I will be traveling for the next 25 to 30 days. I hope to have a bunch of new stories in travel for you in 24 as we come back refreshed with new episodes. If you liked what you listened to, then subscribe to our podcast which is available both in Spotify and Apple. See you soon and until then have a great time and wishing you a very happy new year.